ADHD girl here, and this is our monthly podcast. And it's December, which can only mean one thing. It's the ADHD and Me podcast Christmas special. So that means we're going to do things a little differently today. I've got my good friend Ricky on the podcast today. Welcome, Ricky. Hey, everybody. Now, Ricky is joining us all the way from the good old US of A, and we have quite a few things in common. We're both foster parents. We're both very dramatic and loud people. We're both Christians, and we also both have ADHD. <laughs> Squirrel. No. (laughs) (laughs) So what we're going to do is just have a good old chat about things Christmas and how it affects ADHD. We're also going to have some fun games, a competition, and there may even be some singing because I know you love to sing, Ricky. So I've already sent your list of our public domain Christmas songs to avoid getting sued. So before we get into the topics around ADHD and some of the Christmas traditions, things like that, I thought we'd have some icebreaker questions around Christmas topics. So I'm going to start off by asking you one and then we can just both answer them. I've already pre-prepared these, so I'm just going to pick a good one. So share one holiday Scrooge moment you've had. I'd probably have to say one of the worst Scrooge moments was when uh, we were with you, actually. Oh, and wow. We, we did our big Christmas uh, world tour of the whole Northeast. I would have to say that you want to get so much in, you have good intentions, you want to see everything, but you get tired. And especially with ADHD, I think that the one moment that I would say I really snapped was with the Wi-Fi in the car in the middle of downtown New York City. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I I, I thought you were on about the other time, but no, I I know you remember what you're saying. Because just to give some context to this, it was you, me, and Nick. So like, I'm in the car and obviously ADHD, you need something to do. You can't just be like sat there. I'm right. like, you're driving in the middle of New York. You were stressed because it's New York and traffic was bedlam. And this was Boxing Day, right? This was New York on Boxing Day. Was that right. the time? And yeah, yeah. So. And it was like, it was crazy busy. And like, I, I drive an 18-wheeler for context. So I'm used to it, but New York City in a car is totally different than 18 wheelers on a highway. And just going, can I have the, uh, Ricky Wi-Fi? Ricky Wi-Fi? Ricky Wi-Fi? <laughs> it was like, enough! Like, I was yeah. like, my <laughs> I would be more than happy to get it for her. But oh, yeah, now, I hope now, you're okay that I use that example. But that No, was- no, you're fine. I'm trying to think of a Scrooge moment I have. I mean, I've got like a sharp fuse, so I probably have a lot for me and I'm probably going to touch on this later it's when I'm shopping around Christmas time I would get so like overwhelmed with the amount of people the pressure to buy the right Christmas present well and for some context I know you mentioned we're both foster parents so my wife and I are placed with seven children right now only one of them biological and um I feel like I've gotten a few Scrooge moments just in these last few weeks because I want it to be so wonderful for them because, you know, they come from like major neglect and Mm -hmm. I want this Christmas to be the best one they've ever had. And there comes a lot of pressure Mm -hmm. with that. And it shouldn't all be around how many gifts or the price of gifts. And, you know, that part, I've really had to just remember that, you know, Mm -hmm. the great Muppet movie Christmas Carol, (laughs) you know. uh, It's so hard, though, I think, because when you have kids who... Do you have a background of neglect or kind of any foster kids, really? It's so hard because you almost want to overcompensate because you know how tough they've had it. You just want to give them everything. (laughs) Okay, so it's your turn to choose a question off the icebreaker list. So you pick one, I'll answer, and then it'll be the same back to you. Have you ever re-gifted a present? Um, I have re-gifted a present. So I volunteer at a cafe. And for my birthday, one of the gifts was very lovely because I I think it was chocolate. So obviously, winner because I love my food and I love chocolate. So that was good. 
the other one was of uh, bath fizzers and they were friends branded the tv show friends so i love the tv show friends but unfortunately because i have such sensitive skin and i don't do baths i couldn't use them so i'm actually re-gifting them this christmas which i've just realized maybe i shouldn't have said anything because if the person who's getting them listens to this podcast episode they're gonna know they've got a second half gift but it's fine because i've got them other stuff as well it's not just that so same back to you similar with a secret santa thing mm. um a good friend from college did a virtual secret santa with a whole bunch mm -hmm. of strangers where we like picked a name and it said mm. a blurb about us and who we are and what we do and I had a million things on there. Then I had a little blurb that I had a dog. Well, that lady took the, the dog and ran with that. She clearly just went to the dollar store and bought two small dog figurines that were like fluffy. Like they look like oh. they were for like a little kid. And I'm like almost 30 years old. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, that was definitely regifted. And I definitely wow. spent more on the, the Santa thing for her than, but it's okay. This again, here we go with another rabbit hole, but I just want to. <laughs> This little blurb in because it has to do with what we're talking no, about and it has to do with ADHD. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Being someone who has ADHD, I know how much it takes for me mm. to find the time to pick something that they like, yeah. order it without just putting it in my Amazon cart and forgetting. And so yeah, I yeah. feel like I'm a very grateful gift receiver because I know how much it goes into giving for me. Like yeah, this year, same. On, like yesterday we got out of church and I said to Nicoletta, we're going to get our Christmas tree today. And she goes, why? It's not even Thanksgiving. I said, because I have the, the motivation and I'm super like hyper-focused on doing it. And I know it'll get done. I said, if I don't do it today, it might not get done until the day before Christmas. So let's do it. And we did it. My gosh, like there is two things about ADHD there that like that just really stuck out for me. The thing, hyper-focus, that is a real thing. And a lot of people don't get that about ADHD. When you get the hyper-focus and you're in the zone, you have to go with it because right. like, you never know when that hyper-focus is going to be back. So let's do one more icebreaker question and then we'll move on to the topics and I'll talk about the competition. So last icebreaker question, what is your favorite Christmas memory from childhood? So this kind of goes with Thanksgiving as well. Is that mm -hmm. okay? Yeah, that's fine. To be really honest, when we were growing up, my dad got really hurt and we were really struggling financially. And my parents always tried to still keep up the Christmas traditions and things like that. So it's, Chris it's Thanksgiving Day and our car had broken down completely, like thousands of dollars of repair needed. And we didn't tell anybody like this is where the Christian part comes in for me. I hope that's OK if I share. Yeah, that. that's fine. But, um, We finished dinner. I could tell my parents are upset. We get a knock at the door and a lady from our church is there with car keys in her hand and said, God showed me I was going to trade this in. But you were on my heart and I want to give you this car. She had no wow. idea. So we got a brand like almost really, really good condition car. Yeah. And that same Christmas. Someone reached out that they wanted to cook us a full Christmas dinner and deliver it. They wanted to buy yeah. us a Christmas tree. And someone gave my parents anonymously some money to bless us. But this is the part that makes it the favorite. That same year, my grandma, who was also a very spiritual woman, had come to all the grandkids and said, I'm going to give you $50 this year, but you have to give it to somebody else or buy something for someone in need. That Christmas was special because I saw how good God is and how he provides mm -hmm. But even though I could have really used that $50, I still found someone who was more in need and yeah. blessed them. So it was just like, I felt like that Christmas was a turning point for me as a child to see that like it wasn't really all about the newest gaming system and all this. Yeah. And, like, I felt so happy that Christmas. What's it, yours? 
back when my nan was alive and my granddad they weren't like together it was my granddad from my mum's side and my nana from my dad's side and they used to come round so after we'd open the presents and stuff we'd go and collect my nana go and collect my granddad and then we'd all have Christmas dinner together and I just think it was that feeling of family for me you know oh this is my family we're all together we're enjoying a nice meal and I think that was really the only time that we kind of got together in that sense as a family. And obviously now that my granddad's not in my life and my nana has sadly passed away many years ago now, I think I really value that even more. One of the topics is um, Muppets Christmas Carol. So what I wanted, I wanted to say is that why do you think it's such a good movie? Do you think it's the story? Do you think it's the songs? Or do you think it's just everything? <laughs> So my dad grew up watching every every Christmas. He would start in like December 1st and watch mm. every version of the Christmas Carol. Wow. He did it with his dad. His dad passed away right before I was born. So I never got to meet him. So I feel like he tried to keep that traditional. Mm. But even in that, you know, my dad, he's like big, grumpy, like kind of Scrooge looking guy himself. And here he is watching the Muppets Christmas Carol as a full grown man. And it just kind of got me into it. And I've always wow. loved the Muppets. I got Aww. a Kermit when I, when I was little for Christmas. And just the music to it, the, mm. the story of the Christmas Carol in general, I feel like has a very Christian message in it. Mm. Um, do, you and... know what's, do you know what's lovely, though? Like, my dad is the, one of the reasons I'm into the Muppets Christmas Carol as well, because that's our tradition of, like, watching. Because I remember, I remember when I, I came and visited you guys over, like, literally over Christmas Day, I, I spent it with you guys. Um, and it was Christmas Eve and I was like watching, I think you guys were trying to get some stuff done. And I was like, no, I need to watch the Muppets Christmas Carol because I always watch it on Christmas Eve with my dad. So, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I think the story, it's a very Christian message about um, just being the best version of yourself and the best you can be and actually looking at where you've come from and looking at what's important in life and where you're going. But one of the things I really wanted to talk about is like earworms, like musical earworms. Have you heard of that? Like things that get stuck in your head. Yeah, because it's very common, like with ADHD, you can like hyper focus on one song. And Absolutely. the song that's been stuck in my head, like I, I think it got stuck in there in about February, was the version they released only last year. And um, when Love Is Gone, you know the the original, like um, one that they took out when they first did the movie, and then they put it back in. I'm just thinking of the next one we can go to. Oh, this is going to be an interesting one. So Christmas dinner in England and America because I was trying to wrap my head around it when I spent Christmas with you guys because I definitely know that in England the gravy is a lot different yeah it's very traditional for you guys on Christmas Day in America to have ham isn't it like for Christmas dinner is that right it's one of the more popular yeah prime rib is the big one but that sounds expensive we are very traditional with the turkey but then you guys have Thanksgiving so you have the turkey at Thanksgiving right Yes. And you guys don't do Thanksgiving? No. Did you not know that was an American thing? Let's learn something new. <laughs> I thought I, I thought people all over. I thought for us, it was more of like a Indian pilgrim meaning, but I thought Thanksgiving was everywhere for thankfulness. Oh, we, we don't celebrate. The only thing we celebrate here, and this is going to make you laugh, is the Black Friday sale that comes out like the day after bunch Thanksgiving. Of ungrate, <laughs> bunch of ungrateful Brits. No, I'm just kidding. So do you get, you guys don't have Yorkshire puddings either with your Christmas dinner, right? No, no. Have you heard of them? Do you know what they are? I've heard of it from you, but that like it's because what I think Nick actually cooked what looked like a baked pancake, and that's literally what a Yorkshire pudding is. But she called it a baked pancake, so I was like, "Is that a Yorkshire pudding?" 
Oh, okay. Yeah, that was that's yeah, probably so, so we have York Yorkshire pudding, which is a baked pancake, but we had gravy to it and have it with the turkey and the potatoes and everything. Oh, different. Okay. Yeah, right. Now I've always wanted to ask this, right? Because I know for Thanksgiving, I don't know if for Christmas, you guys have something called yams. What are they? It's sweet potatoes. Oh, is that what it is? Like literally just sweet potato or I don't know why they call it, it might be a slightly different variation than a sweet potato, but they taste exactly the same. Oh, right. Okay. Well, that's answered like a lifelong question I've had. <laughs> That's where I was going to link it to, like ADHD and food, because I mean, I know from conversations we've had in the past, we both really struggle with the food element of the ADHD. I don't know if yours is linked to ADHD. Mine definitely is, because I feel like the ADHD makes you more emotional. Uh, and I do think that a lot of people with ADHD tend to wear their hat on their sleeve or they go the opposite way. But I feel like with ADHD, there's two type of people. There's people who don't eat and forget to eat. And then there's people like me and you who just are obsessed with food all the time. Or not all the time, but we, we just really like our food. Do you think yours is linked to your ADHD? I feel like in a sense, because I feel like when I get bored, the first thing to do is like, I'm going to go eat. Even if yeah. I'm not hungry, like yeah. I'll just eat to eat. And I find myself doing it all the time. I drive a truck for a living. So some of the stops are like yeah. an hour, two hours away from each other. And it's like when I'm leaving one store and going to another, I'm like, I need some kind of snack. I need something to hold in my oh. hand. I need something to eat. I need gummies. I need, need Dunkin' Donuts. But I do think, so this is also kind of intertwined. Yeah. I think impulsivity with ADHD mm. when it comes to not only food, but with spending money. So there's mm. some some months I save like as if I've never had a dollar before and I have to save every dollar. And then the next month I'm like Donald Trump. But I feel like everyone I've talked to who has ADHD struggles with that. It's like it's consistency is very. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing consistent about us is that we're inconsistent. Yeah. Right. Or that we just eat, love our food. <laughs> right. Yeah. That doesn't change. Right, so now we've reached the part of the podcast where I'm going to tell you a little bit about our Christmas competition. So you have a chance to win a chocolate hamper. But just before I tell you a bit about it, this competition is only available in the USA and UK. Because obviously, <laughs> Ricky's from the US, I'm from the UK. It's nothing to do with that. It's just to do with shipping costs, things like that. All you have to do is email contact at adhdandme.org and tell us your favorite thing about Christmas. It could be a movie. It could be your favorite Christmas memory. Just the reason why you love Christmas. Include your name and your address. And I'll be picking a winner at random on the 20th of December, live on video. For your um, American viewers, what is a Christmas chocolate hamper? We don't have those Oh, do here. you not do hampers over there? Never heard of it. Hamper here is for dirty clothes. So. Oh, right. <laughs> You could win a pile of dirty laundry. No. Um, so a hamper over here is like a basket full of goodies, like or a box full of goodies. A lot of people buy like a basket and fill it with little things for Christmas, and it's called a Christmas hamper. Oh, great. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. That's no, that's good. Cause if you hadn't have let me know, then nobody in America would know what the heck I was talking about. <laughs> so, all right, how do you feel about doing a game, Ricky? Let's do it. Okay, so which so I'm gonna name as many Christmas movies as you can in what do you think? Thirty seconds? Do you think? Sure. I feel like that's a bit of a challenge because I feel if I say a minute, it's a bit easier. But if I say thirty seconds, it just adds a little bit of a challenge in there. But we okay. have ADHD, so we have a faster processing speed, so that should be fine. 
So you have 30 seconds. I've got the timer here next to me. You have 30 seconds to name as many Christmas movies as you can. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. And go. Home Alone, one, two, and three. Elf, It's a Wonderful Life, Miracle on 34th Street, Muppets Christmas Carol, Mickey's Christmas Carol, The Other Christmas Carol, The Grinch That Stole Christmas, Frosty the Snowman, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, The Year Without a Santa Claus, uh, The Christmas Chronicles, um, The Star, um, The Nativity. Oh, Lord. Well, I'm forgetting like a lot of my favorites. Um, a White Christmas. Um, it's a Wonderful Life, if I didn't say that already. Um, wow. that Your time's run out, but well done, by the way, because I think I stopped counting around... 20 so you definitely got i'm pretty sure you got like 30 or more which is pretty impressive in 30 seconds okay but what i'd done was i'd accidentally set the timer to this is an adhd thing 30 minutes instead of 30 seconds but you did <laughs> definitely get 30 seconds because when i realized i was like okay i'll just stop it like after 30 seconds it's gone. there we go that's why i lost track of the counting as well right i'm gonna name two christmas songs that's because movies, okay. movies was kind of easy Okay, I'm going to start the timer now, okay? Okay. Okay, go. Okay, um, Last Christmas, um, The First Noel, um, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, um, uh, Little Town of Bethlehem, Little Donkey, um, Last Christmas, did I mention that one? Oh, it's the memory aspect. Um, um, uh, I really can't take under this pressure. Um, oh, uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Jingle Bells. Um, oh my gosh, the time has just run out. You got nine of them. Yeah, I felt like I did really bad, but I'm, I am i don't know about you, but I'm like one of these people. I don't like work well under pressure. I mean, sometimes I do, but when it comes to memory, that's when I don't really work well under pressure. And the best thing is I was I was listening to some Christmas songs at the gym this morning, and I don't even think I met, I, I like... I mentioned some of the ones I was listening to. <laughs> oh, well, never mind. But you definitely won, Ricky. So, well done. Your memory is definitely better than mine. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. So, um, one of the things I really want to talk about, like, before we kind of start wrapping things up, is Christmas itself. Like, you know, the meaning of Christmas. I know we've touched on it, but obviously we're both Christians, so that's an interesting theme. But then we've got this commercial aspects of Christmas. And I don't know if it's the same in America, but it seems to have gone worse since COVID over here. People, like businesses and, and um, events, tend to be released in like August, September for Christmas of the year. And if you don't book and get them straight away, then they tend to sell out and everyone just goes nuts. Like, do you find it's the same over there? Absolutely. I mean, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. We have another, I think we're recording this a little early. Sorry if I... No, no, it's fine. (laughs) Here in America, like two weeks before Thanksgiving, they started putting the Thanksgiving stuff on clearance because they were pushing for Christmas. Wow. And I've already seen some stores start putting out Valentine's Day candy, and it's not even Christmas yet. So it's wow. like it's all about the almighty dollar, at least here in America. Yeah. And the Christmas stuff, too. Like when I was a kid, I saw more things about the true meaning of Christmas. There would be like, even though this is kind of morbid, there would be like Christmas baby Santa. Uh, Jesus's that you could eat like chocolate <laughs> ones that you could eat like chocolate manger scenes like mm. gingerbread manger scenes 
And now you have to go to a place like Hobby Lobby, which is a Christian-run organization, like Walmart mm -hmm. and stuff doesn't carry it. I think in terms of commercialism, there's not a lot of Christian things you can buy in this country. I don't think there ever has been. Certainly not that I've seen. I I blame Hallmark movies for part of the commercialism because I feel like when you watch a Christmas Hallmark movie, and I love Christmas Hallmark movies because I think they're, there's something so cute and perfect about them, but it does like kind of show you this perfect Christmas of, oh, walk into the house and it's really fancy decorated and, you know, um, all the presents are neatly wrapped and it just looks very much like a Hollywood type Christmas. You know what I mean? Like everything's yes. perfect. So really quick, best Christmas present you've ever had. Probably <laughs> when my, my, my wife had a custom Muppet picture made for me. I know it sounds corny, but it was like, something that she really made and at that same christmas she actually made me this entire Aww. photo book of all of our memories from like when we first met and like she wrote like little captions under each picture uh, did you cry of course <laughs> <laughs> I, gonna say, I probably would have cried at something like that because that's the effort though isn't it it's someone putting in like you know the amount of effort because yes. you're special to them and it, you can see what they've actually done that amount of time and I think time is one of the most precious commodities you know it's it's the it's the memories not the kind of money that's the most important thing which brings us full circle because we were talking about family and commercialism and all that kind of stuff but yeah I, I'm trying to remember the best Christmas present I've ever had I mean I've never been like a particularly materialistic person but I think I, I remember getting a computer like back in the day and it was a massive, big, bulky thing. Not like they are now, like laptops or something. It was, this is how old I am. I remember falling asleep and I kept hearing this banging at night thinking, what the heck is that noise? The neighbors are being so rude. Like it's Christmas Eve, you know, go to, you need to go to sleep. And then I woke up in the morning and I walked into the diary and there was this like massive computer there and I hadn't asked for it, but I was so excited. I leapt into my mum's arms and bear in mind, I think at this point I was like 13, 14. So I wasn't like a child <laughs> and I nearly took my mum out. <laughs> and it, it was my dad had been banging to put the desk together for the computer. So um, we're running out of time. And um, are we going to sing? <laughs> are you ready? Right. Yes. Should I count us in or something? <laughs> Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh Over the fields we go, laughing all the way Bells on bobtails ring, making spirits bright Oh, what fun it is to sing on a singing song tonight Oh, oh jingle bells, jingle bells Jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, jingle bells, jingle bells. ADHD is fun. <laughs> oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. There you go. Go for the big finish. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> all right. Okay, so that's about all we've got time for today. So um, it's been an amazing and fun-packed episode, but unfortunately, we've got to wrap things up. Uh, thanks so much, Ricky, for joining us today. Hopefully, we can do this again at some point on a different topic, maybe not just at Christmas. And thanks, everybody, for listening to this very special Christmas podcast episode.
Join us next month when we'll be talking about whether the ADHD label is needed with someone who thinks they have it, but just doesn't want to pursue a diagnosis. Have a very Merry Christmas, everybody. And remember, don't feel pressured to act a certain way. Just be yourself, however crazy and special that is. Take care, everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone. Oh, it's time.